0: This is the Not Your Mother's Pelvic Floor Podcast. I'm your host and pelvic floor's best friend, Aliyah. I'm a pelvic floor physio and the founder of Vox Wellness Co. Every week, I'll be talking about the things women don't talk about. Taboos about our body, our health, and so much more. Welcome, welcome to the very first episode of the Not Your Mother's Pelvic Floor Podcast. I thought I would take this first episode to tell you a little bit about who I am, why I'm a pelvic floor physiotherapist, why I wanted to start this podcast, and what to expect. So maybe we should just get right into it. So, my name is Aliyah. I am a pelvic floor physiotherapist in Toronto, Canada. And I've been practicing as a physio since 2009. So, it's been a little while. And I've worked across all different kinds of settings. I've worked in private orthopedic clinics, I have worked in home care, long term care with injured workers. Um, I did a stint in amputee rehabilitation. Um, There's been a lot. But I started to focus on pelvic floor physiotherapy and women's health after the birth of my son. He's now eight years old, and I often joke and call him my mama maker and vag breaker because boyfriend took his sweet ass time leaving the building, and, you know, he left his mark. But if I'm going to be totally honest, I do tend to blame my very long labor and birth experience on me ultimately developing my own pelvic floor dysfunction, um, pelvic organ prolapse, because it did take about 47 hours from beginning to end and over 3 hours of pushing his cone head out you know so it makes sense that like prolonged pushing a long labor it makes sense that one would develop some sort of problem down there but actually if i'm trying to be very objective and put my pelvic floor physio hat on. I'm pretty sure that I developed pelvic organ prolapse about two years after he was born when I had this really horrible cough. Like I had some kind of respiratory virus lasted for like three or four weeks. I was coughing so much that at some point I thought I had broken rib or something like this excruciating pain in my body from coughing. And even though prolapse is, you know, thought to be a thing that just happens to women after a vaginal birth, when yeah, that is one of the risk factors of developing pelvic organ prolapse. We'll talk about that in another episode. But other risk factors for developing prolapse include straining when you poop and having a chronic cough. So I would say that three to four weeks of incessant coughing, keeping me up all hours of the day and night, bruising, breaking, dislocating ribs, I think that probably did it because it was shortly after that, that I started to feel some symptoms of prolapse. So I kind of blame him for breaking my vag, but in fact, I think my cough did it. Anyhow. He still remains the reason that I really fell into this beautiful world of pelvic health. As a whole, my postpartum experience blindsided me from being so sleep deprived to struggling with breastfeeding challenges to feeling like I was overloaded with information at my fingertips like, you know, like all of you who perhaps had a baby in the last decade or so. Honestly, we could Google everything, right? So I felt like I had all this information but I still felt completely alone in my postpartum experience and unprepared. And this doesn't even take into account the huge shift in postpartum hormones and living in a body that didn't even feel like my own. And I really felt like I didn't want anyone to feel caught off guard the way that I felt caught off guard with respect to the changes that were happening in my body and my pelvic floor throughout pregnancy and postpartum. And I I really want people to understand how important it is to optimize our pelvic health throughout these major stages in our lives, like pregnancy or postpartum, perimenopause and menopause. Like not all of us are gonna become pregnant. Not all of us are going to go through postpartum period. But if we have female anatomy, we're all going to go through perimenopause and menopause. And that's my current situation. I'm 41 and I'm quite certain that I'm going through some sporadic, random, super fun symptoms of perimenopause. So that's kind of why I fell into this world. It was through my postpartum experience. It was through feeling totally unprepared and in the dark about changes in my body, even though I had been a physiotherapist for so many years by the time my son was born, I still felt like I didn't know anything about that part of my body. And I knew that if I felt confused and blindsided and caught off guard, then people who weren't experts in the human body would feel that way as well. So anyhow, here we are. Ultimately being a mother rocked my world and not necessarily in a good way. You know what forced me to take a really hard look at how I show up for myself? I know how I show up for others. I'm a recovering people pleaser, a middle child, an introvert. I'm really anti-confrontational. I always want to and need to be helping people. I mean, I went into a profession of physiotherapy, which is about helping people but it was only after becoming a mom that I realized that I can't help others if I'm not helping myself first. Babies and children just need so much. It's literally their job. And it was in keeping my son alive and thriving that I realized that I was withering away. You know, like the plant that I looked at but refused to water. And then I wondered why it died. I think I figured out what my basic needs were by becoming obsessed with houseplants during the COVID lockdowns in 2020 in Toronto, we were stuck at home for a long time schools and gyms and restaurants, stores, things were closed for a really long time. So I had nothing else to do aside from trying to homeschool my son, pivot, a physiotherapy clinical practice, virtual, which is which was really hard to do. In the blink of an eye, um, you know there was so much going on. Anyhow, I made it a mission to change the fact that I didn't have a green thumb. And at some point, I had amassed over twenty plants in my small home, and they were all positioned in this one room that got good that got good afternoon sun. It felt like we were living in a jungle. (laughs) But I cared for these plants. I learned what each one needed, and I gave it that. I spoke to them every night like a crazy plant lady, and I told them they were doing a great job. I celebrated each new little leaf that sprouted, and I lovingly wiped the dust from their leaves, and surprise, surprise, they thrived. Anyhow, at some point, it just sort of clicked. I needed to have my basic needs met and I didn't have a crazy Aaliyah lady to tend to them. I was the crazy Aaliyah lady and then I figured out that what I need that my non-negotiables are really quite simple things that make my body, mind and soul happy. But I needed to actually figure out what those were and they are I need to move my body daily, I need to lift really heavy things in the gym, I need to drink enough water and cook nutrient-dense foods and care for myself that way, I need to get enough sleep, and I need to have alone time every single day. Like, it's not that complicated and it's actually quite boring, but it is what it is. I can never relate to the self-care advice of take a bath or go to the spa or drink some wine, so... I took care of some houseplants and I learned that I'm actually truly just a houseplant. And one of my favorite water bottles, it has that written on it. You're basically a houseplant with emotions. So true. Anyhow, it's much easier and almost a default these days to put my oxygen mask on first, but it's an ongoing process to not abandon myself for those that I love. And I didn't really need to know this about myself until I became a mother. I don't know. Anyhow, about this podcast, I love educating on Instagram. I spend a lot of time there sharing pelvic health information, education, tips and strategies and workout stuff. It's so much fun to teach others about the pelvic floor and their bodies in a fun non-medical way And I know from my conversations in my DMs there that my work is impactful. The most common type of messages I get say something like, I had no idea that's how things worked or that's why I'm struggling. But it's a common theme, isn't it? As women, we aren't taught anything about our bodies. We figure it out by what our mothers, aunts, older sisters tell us. We learn some hack job in sex ed class. We flip through Cosmopolitan magazine. Shout out to my girls who were teenagers in the 90s. We read blogs and go down Google rabbit holes to figure out what the fuck is going on and why. If we bring up our concerns to our doctors, we're dismissed, patronized, invalidated, and basically made to feel like our experience isn't real. That it's so common that it's normal, or that it's all in our head. Did you know that women weren't even included in medical trials until 1993? It's just maddening to know that 50% of the population is just sort of ignored. Because of the massive inconvenience that our hormones, our periods, our anatomy, our childbearing capabilities pose. And don't even get me started on reproductive rights and autonomy. I feel like we're living in an episode of The Handmaid's Tale sometimes when I read about what's going on in the States. Anyhow. Women's health is not a niche. It's not some secret. It's not some highly, you know, specialized field that only a select few people should know about. Like, it can't be a niche when it represents almost 4 billion people who live on this planet. So the fact that I share what, to me, should be common knowledge about our bodies and how our intimate parts work and how we can have better pelvic health and enjoy activities and exercise and sex and just not peeing in our pants. Like that should be common knowledge. It's it's not okay that it's not. So that's why I'm here. That's why I show up on Instagram. My account is at Box Wellness Co, and that's why I like that's where I like to play. So come on over there if you like to play too. But that's why I wanted to create this podcast. There is such a need for us to understand our bodies better and to know how to take our health into our own hands. Like let's take a look at some stats to see just how common issues down there are. Now, what the stats don't tell us is how much quality of life, joy, independence, confidence, relationships, and so on are affected by pelvic floor issues like leaking, painful sex, endometriosis, and so on. 32% of women in the U.S. have a pelvic floor disorder. More than 60% of women leak And that's in the U S one study found that recently worldwide up to 18% of women have painful sex and worldwide 40% of women have a prolapse 10% have endometriosis and this one is wild. 95% of women who have back pain also have pelvic floor dysfunction and 25% of women have vaginal dryness after menopause. So like there is a huge need, pelvic floor dysfunction, pelvic health. It affects so many of us, not just a few. Look, I'm fundamentally a healthcare provider. Health education is a form of healthcare. And I wanted a way to get a bit deeper into some concepts because there's no space for nuance on Instagram. So here I'll have that chance to go deeper into education and tips for better pelvic health. I also really wanted to bring some of the conversations that I have daily with my friends on Instagram, with my patients and sometimes with random people I just met to light. I wanted to learn what women grew up learning about their bodies, their periods, their sexual and reproductive health, pregnancy, postpartum and menopause. I wanted to know what they learned as they went through these various stages what were they prepared for and what were they absolutely unprepared for what did they wish someone had told them and how does their experience shape how they might have conversations with the next generation i have some really wonderful guests lined up my mom of course my mother-in-law if she'll agree to be on friends and colleagues in the women's health field women from different backgrounds and cultures at different stages in motherhood, and women who haven't had children, and more. In the Not Your Mother's Pelvic Floor podcast, I'm going to explore why we don't want the pelvic floors of our mothers. We want to be more educated, more prepared, more empowered, and frankly just included in the conversations about our own health experiences and in the choices we have as women navigating life. I'm also so excited to talk openly about other things that we as women don't typically talk about. Like mental health stuff, the true challenges of motherhood, divorce, finances, and other taboo topics. I really hope you'll subscribe to this podcast and listen to each episode. A new one will be out every Wednesday. But listen, ultimately, I want to help as many people as possible. Pelvic floor physiotherapy isn't always an option for all of us. It's no secret. It's expensive. Many insurance companies don't cover visits fully or enough visits. There aren't pelvic floor physiotherapists in every community or neighborhood. You know, it takes time to get to an appointment. You need to have childcare or time off work or support. My mission is to help as many people as possible. So I want to share the different ways that I can help, ranging from totally free ways to learn and start working on your pelvic health to paid options, which are, in my opinion, really intentionally reasonably priced. My programs and soon-to-be monthly club can be used instead of pelvic floor physio in many cases if you don't have access or alongside your physio or after you've been discharged you can learn more about all of this on my website boxwellness.co or in the show notes from this episode so for free stuff no monies Instagram at box wellness co I share a lot of really valuable stuff there this podcast is going to be a great resource because I'll be doing a ton of solo episodes where I dive into one topic explain it educate about it and then give you tips and strategies to improve problems that you might have with that particular aspect of your pelvic health for example getting into leaks and urgency constipation period pain painful sex so on and so forth I also have a newsletter I send out pelvic health tips and exercises uh, every two weeks, so you can sign up for that. I have a free five-day pelvic floor challenge on YouTube, so you can sign up for that on my website. I have free resources on my website too, so honestly, just go check out the free resources on my website. Start there. Then I also have this really amazing self-paced whole body approach to better pelvic health. It's my pelvic floor mobility program. It's 109 Canadian dollars or about 82 US dollars for lifetime access. You are not your pelvic floor, you have a pelvic floor and this program treats your whole entire body and you will improve your symptoms, you will manage your pelvic floor dysfunction, you will have a happier and healthier pelvic floor. The program is full of video routines to follow, stretching, strengthening, breath work, guided relaxation, education, and more definitely check out this program. You can find the link in the show notes as well um, to see what other people have been feeling with their experience through the program so far and learn more about it. And now if you're pregnant, I have some mini courses which can help you to prepare for birth and also prepare for your postpartum experiences. And each of those courses um, are 47 Canadian dollars or about $30 U.S., And it's self-paced, on-demand, so you go through the course at your own time and comfort. And you will guaranteed be more prepared for your birth experience and for your own postpartum recovery. And then a few times a year, I hold a six-week live group workshop series called Before Birth. And the next round starts in November. And I'll be sharing more information about that on my Instagram and my website. So you can go ahead and check it out if you'd like. And then coming very soon... I have a monthly pelvic health club. It's only going to be $9 Canadian a month, which I think is like five American dollars. Um, And it's going to be filled with short, actionable workouts that you can do to improve your pelvic health, live Q&A with me once a month, uh, really fun monthly challenges, recipe library, and so many other really fun things, and a sense of community. It's going to be very, very fun. I'm super excited about that. I'll share more about that soon. And then, if you're in the Toronto area and you're looking for a pelvic floor physio, I have a clinical practice downtown Toronto, and I also see people virtually. So everything you need, you can find it on my website boxwellness.com. Now, if you have any ideas for topics I should cover here on this podcast or guests I should invite, I would love to hear from you. Can you please send me a message on Instagram at notyourmotherspelvicfloor, which is the Instagram for this podcast, or at box wellness co i cannot wait to hear from you thank you so much for being here and i'm so excited to have you along this podcast journey see you next time